warning, the following events are based on the personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat-out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy the stories as they are told and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk, bitches. Who the fuck do we hang out with? <laughs> Her voice took a trip around the world. I know. <laughs> Seriously. There's a lot going on. Beaches. <laughs> We're now t- taking applications for new friends, if anyone's interested. Yep. Pick us. Yeah, y'all probably going to come join this shit show. <laughs> we got enough stories to sway you. Away. Speaking or at least of... friends to sway the world. <laughs> Speaking of stories to keep you away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, cabs are here. <laughs> oh, yeah, stars are here. <laughs> oh, well, my God. dip a stick in peanut butter. Shove it up my ass. Call me a peanut butter and jelly. Why? No, no, no. <laughs> we are not moving past this until I address this. Why does every intro that we leave you in charge of, Christopher, have to do with anal play and someone getting some kind of butter on their dick? I think he's trying to tell you he wants some up his butt. I'm hungry. Oh, well. <laughs> You're hungry. <laughs> like, guys, we're, our intro was literally about how our friends are weird. You're the weird friend, Fer! <laughs> Takes All on right. the no one. That's where oh we attract them. I'm not talking about a peanut butter and jelly having a party in my ass, so I think I'm clean. <laughs> it's peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> I don't think this is what they had in mind when they created the Uncrustables. And then he fingered me. <laughs> All right, welcome back, book clubbers. I'm Sarah. I'm Eric. I'm Chris. The book club is bringing you episode eight, titled Pizza Can Solve Any Problem You Ever Face in Life. Because once again, you have come here for life lessons that will make everything better. You can thank us later. So for tonight's episode, if you couldn't tell from the title, is about our first ever Halloween party. Yeah, the title really gave that away. I mean, I thought it was obvious. So we're going to discuss when me and Chris got our first place, we decided let's throw a Halloween party. We've never been able to do one in the past. Let's just really do it up. Let's just go for it. Right. Like I wanted decorations. I wanted a costume contest. I wanted to be this to be the, the greatest thing that we've ever invented. And to have that, of course, everyone had to wear costumes like... It was really going to be a big thing. And I was super excited about it. I think it even fell on Halloween that year. Like, it was almost perfect. I'm pretty sure it did, yeah. And you yeah. do not get in the front door without a Halloween costume on. No. Like, I was very clear about that. If you did not have a costume, you were not attending. And that was just, that was what it was going to be. Everyone had to dress up. And that was very, very important to me. And our house, though, wasn't the safest, I'd say. It was a, this took place right before... The Friendsgiving episode. And if you recall that, See you, episode can, six. you can recall the urban environment. We touched on this in episode six. This was not the safest. 
we'll we'll go into a little more depth, but we played gunshots or fireworks just about every night to give you some perspective. You never knew what you were going to get. Yeah, and by gunshots <laughs> or fireworks, it was what or we're guessing was that gunshots or was that fireworks? Pretty pretty, yeah, yeah. At this time, our good old friend Eric here was actually going to school in Florida. So I remember calling him and being like, listen, we are throwing this huge Halloween party. You should figure out how to get back up here for this weekend. Let's just surprise everybody, go all out, and like they'll just have they'll have no idea you're coming. This is gonna be the coolest thing in the entire world. The engineer's birthday was the next day, too. Yeah. So we yes. wanted to surprise him as well. And so we wanted this to be this big thing. So Eric booked his ticket, and I was like, okay, this is going to be perfect. And I was like, I'll make up some excuse for why I'm not there. I'm usually running late. They'll believe that. Like, we'll have some reason why I am not yet at this party so that I can make sure that I get Eric from the airport and that I get him to this party, and we're just going to, like, stun the fuck out of everybody. Trying to come up with an excuse for you to be late to your own party. Not that you need one. <laughs> and, and the thing, no one questioned it. <laughs> no, like no one did question the fact, because I wasn't there. And it was like, I wasn't there for a couple of hours. No one questioned why I wasn't at the party for hours. I had them convinced I was out shopping or something. Well, we were, because again, the rules are you do not show up to any Halloween party without a costume. If you do, you'd get dressed up as a raisin. I remember... You ordered your costume online and was like, go pick it up. And I, I thought w- we went shopping for Oh, no, because we went shopping for part of it because mm-hmm. that's where I got, like, the face thing. Yes, you didn't have the face thing, but the actual costume, you were like, hey, go to this store, and it's kind of like a gothic store, and you're like, just go in there and ask for my name, and they'll give you my costume. And I walked in, and I was like, okay, I'm here for Eric, and they hand me this costume. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? Like... <laughs> This is fantastic. It's so good. I'm not really good at coming up with what to dress up as, but I think I just came across this online, and naturally it was the basically a Breaking Bad-themed meth-making suit. So it was like a yellow hazmat suit. They came with the gloves and like a gas mask, and it was just the full shebang. But we went back to me wanting to surprise people, so once Sarah picked me up from the airport, we went to a Halloween store because mm-hmm. I wanted to come up with something to cover my face because the gas mask was very much see-through. And we found basically this little cheap plastic mask that just went over my face and it was kind of like a mirror where you could only see yourself in it. And so I put that on first and then the gas mask over it. And so you couldn't see more or less any part of my body except my shoes. And yes, it was... You were very well covered, and no one was going to know. It was perfect. It was the perfect costume. I was so excited. But we were still trying to kill some time between me and Sarah getting to the party and everyone getting there because I wanted to surprise kind of everybody there. I didn't want to get there, surprise whoever was there, and then a bunch more people show up later. Right. Well, and I also have this rule that I guess – I should have started with this. This Halloween party is now tradition. Every year we throw a Halloween party. And every year everyone's got to dress up. And it's just like this. It's just a tradition at this point. So I also have this rule that if you do not dress up, you have to be a raisin. And you book clubbers might wonder, what does being a raisin even mean? So what it means to be a raisin is I'm going to take a black trash bag, cut two holes for your legs, and you're going to step into it, and then we're going to tie the bag around your face, and you're going to be a raisin. 
make sure you check out our Instagram for a, a photo clarification of what exactly that would look like. You mean arms? No, I meant your legs. You're going to step into the bag. Then how? Then why not, why not just put in. it over your head, cut a hole for your head, and do holes for your arms in the bottom part? Because your you're not a black ghost. You're a raisin. <laughs> You know what? I stand corrected. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Turns Again, out she's thought all of this. Okay, story. book lovers. Obviously, Chris and Eric don't also get what I'm saying, so that's fine. I never had to be a reason. Check but, out well, our Instagram, and you will see a beautiful photo of what this, what I mean, and what this looks like. Well, well, that's a good thing because. In all these years, no one has ever had to be a raisin. Everyone yeah. always comes dressed up. It's been up. like a threat. <laughs> it, it, well, yeah, it's not really a, had, oh, hey, you should dress up. It's like, you better fucking dress up. Yeah. You're not getting in the goddamn door. We've had people that are like, I'm not dressing up. I'm just going to show up. And Sarah's like, you're going to be a raisin. You're going to have to put a trash bag on. And they, they show up dressed. <laughs> they figure out something. to be Because I think your brother tested me the one year. It was like, I'm not dressing up. And he got here. And I was like, no, you are going to be a raisin if you do not figure out a costume suddenly your brother was able to find a jersey in his book bag and he was going to be a basketball player. Like, it is a fear. And I also think it's been going on for so long that no one wants to be the first reason. So while we're, like, basically killing time, me and Eric are just chilling at his parents' house, just kind of hanging out. And we're getting so many Snapchats from everyone at the party just doing the most absurd, stupid shit. And the idea was that Eric and I wanted to wait until a decent amount of people were at the party so that when we showed up, it would actually be a surprise to everybody and not just the people that were already there. So while they are killing time, I, of course, have to play host because... You're not playing host. You are the host. You do live there. This is your house. It's not my party. I'll cry if I want to. Usually. Anyway... <laughs> Crap, fucking everything. Uh, so yeah, like like Sarah said, I I had to keep everyone occupied, um, keep them off the fact that Sarah's late to her own party, her inaugural Halloween party. Which surprised me. I no also one. insisted everyone was there at a certain time. I absolutely <laughs> insist that everyone show up on time. And I'm an asshole. <laughs> she is late, but nobody was surprised. So after a while, Sarah and I finally decide it's been long enough. There should be enough people there. It's time for us to head over to this nice urban environment for me to surprise everybody. And we parked in the back in the alley, and we're sneaking through the backyard. And I remember we get basically along the side of the house, and the door, or the side door flies open, and Beardy locks. It comes hanging out of the door. He's basically on the outside part, and he's screaming at people inside. Don't know what the fuck he's saying, but he yells a lot. And that's in just, Beardy Locks fashion. In Beardy Locks fashion. That's just, that's just how he operates. And then I just stop dead in my tracks probably 10 feet from him, in my Halloween costume. It just didn't move because I didn't want him to see me yet. And he kept yelling, doing whatever, stood there for a minute, eventually walked back in and shut the door. Had no idea we were there. He never saw you. <laughs> yeah, he had no idea. <laughs> well, me and Eric just kind of like stopped in our tracks and kind of like just leaned up against the side of the house. And we're just kind of like, both of us just like stopped moving, trying to determine like how are we going to play this out? Like if he turns around and looks at us, what are we going to say? Like... I mean, I guess I belong there, but he's going to be like, who's your, like, yellow friend? <laughs> yeah, we really like, had... Know, he's here to make meth. Yeah, we, we... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we were in the right area. We really had no plan on, like, how we were going to get in the house, what we had no idea what anybody was doing inside, and, like, I didn't know if I was going to go in the front door or the back door. Common prominent yeah. face. <laughs> and so we, I just going to say, you know, let's go kind of through the front gate, and I'll go up the front porch and just walk in. So I think you went in the side door, didn't you? 
we decided that we would split it up. I would go in the side door just to kind of gauge where everybody is. Yeah, and I waited like a minute or two. Right, because my the idea was I could go into the kitchen, get everybody to come into the kitchen, like, hey, let's take a shot, and then you could sneak in through the front door and almost just kind of like step up behind people and like join the group, and then everyone would be like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. So I she goes in and I walk around the corner towards the front door, and I wait just a minute or two, just stand there in this urban environment outside by myself in the dark in a really strange Halloween costume and hoped for the best. <laughs> and eventually I just walk inside and as soon as I'm about to open the door, the screen door to the front porch flies open and Speedy is charging out the door with his girlfriend and he says something like, oh, welcome to the party and like shook my hand and just kept walking and didn't even slow down. In a not safe environment. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of friends do we have? Like, we're in a, in like an urban environment, and a random guy in a mask shows up to my front door, and Speedy just says, welcome to the party. Like, well, not even questioning who this might be. And we should explain this. We, we call it an urban environment because when we were being shown this house, this is what the realtor called it. it it's not urban. I mean, I, I guess it, technically it is. But it's a sketch. It's just not a very safe part of town. And yeah, she promoted it as it was an urban environment. Well, you saw it at like 11 a.m. So. Well, and also me being a dumbass in like urban environment. Oh, that's code word for suburban environment. Got it. Like I thought I was so smart. No, it was not safe. <laughs> and she was wrong. So <laughs> wrong. It was not safe, but looking back, like, what the fuck, Speedy? Like, you just let some random guy in my house that you don't know in a we suit? We have died. And I was so he disappointed. didn't care he was out the door with his girlfriend. I was so disappointed. I was like, I was ready to surprise everybody, and he just shook my hand and walked. I've known him since preschool, and he just didn't bat an eye, didn't know who it was, didn't care, just out the door. He was about to tongue fist his girlfriend's mouth. Yeah, he had poo tang on his mind. Tongue fist Interesting. So I walk into the house, and like Sarah said, everyone's in the kitchen at this point, and I think Beardy Locks yelled, I don't know who the fuck you are, but you look like you need a drink. And I just didn't say a word, nodded my head yes, he handed me something, and I was standing there, and probably a minute or two go by, and him and our other friend turn around and just look at me, they're like, wait, so who the fuck are you? But again, <laughs> looking at the situation, our friends are not smart. There is a random person in our house. In a suit that you don't know who it is. And y'all are just offering him beer like, okay, I guess, you know, if anything can be said, they're a fantastic host. <laughs> <laughs> Even those who don't live there. Right. But, oh, looking back, they weren't very smart. But it was, it was so awesome, though. Because I remember you lifting off your mask. Everyone was like, yeah! Like, they were so excited to see you. And it was just like the cherry on top it was perfect so who the, who the fuck are you so i just slowly started taking out and this is like an elaborate costume because of all the yellow hazmat suit thing had a little hood with it i had this face mask on and then the actual mirror mask thing covering my face so it's like a three-layer face thing i'm slowly peeling off and i just take off and like <gasps> they started screaming and shit and it was it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it it and was perfect because no one no one expected you to be yeah. there because it was a weekend you're in florida like it was just everyone like would like thought it'd be cool but no one actually expected you to be at this party and it was the best surprise and it was fantastic so once everyone kind of settles down after i get there and everyone's had a couple drinks at this point we decide that we are also going to make our first batch of jungle juice to the surprise of everybody listening 
this was a wonderful idea. <laughs> I'm lying. So for those of you that don't know, you're looking for a bottle of tequila, a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of like vodka, rum, tequila, it gin. Well, no, it's a yeah, it's a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of tequila, a bottle of vodka, and a bottle of Everclear. Those are the four ah, yes. main ingredients. And then you put Hawaiian punch, frozen lemonade, and then you cut up a bunch of fruit and you throw that in there. And in case you don't know, Everclear is 190 proof. That's, Again, that, that's leading a lot. back to our bad decision. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we. I feel like back in the day we used to struggle figuring out where we went wrong. It's been very obvious this entire time. We really always do have the best intentions. We're just trying to have fun. But we made the jungle juice, and wow, off we went. Who knew that would be the straw that broke the camel's back? That would be the downfall of us all. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Look that one up on iTunes. We're emo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sad. (laughs) Since this is a Halloween episode, we should pay homage to our costumes. We've already, you know, discussed... We threatened trash bags on people if they did not show up. Not strong. We did not and strongly suggest. We th- actually threatened. Literally people. threatened. And in this inaugural episode, inaugural Halloween, we had to threaten Beardy Locks. He came as Jake from State Farm because he came from work. Yes, he did. <laughs> he came from work. And so he just wore what he wore to work that day and was like, I'm Jake from State Farm. And we're like, all right, <laughs> that's respectable. Yeah, khakis uh, and red polo. He had it going. Scampers was a Boy Scout. No, um, no, 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 no. Scampers was the boy from the movie Up. Because he, he had all those balloons attached to his back. He looked like a fucking Boy Scout. <laughs> well, that's what he, he wore his Boy Scout costume. But he was yes, he was Kevin. He was, he he was, was Kevin from yeah, Up. He was the kid from Up. Um, I was a referee. I figured if we were going to be playing beer pong, someone needed to keep shit in order. No, oh, and you're just a. Guiding light of logic. The engineer was a doctor. Schmitty was a beer wench. I was a cop. What kind of cop? The corrupt kind. <laughs> she was a sexy, slutty cop. Listen, there is one day a year when a woman is allowed to have her tits out and no one's allowed to say anything, and I take advantage of that holiday every fucking year. Friday. She was wearing yeah. a cop suit that was leather and maybe went past her ass. My idea was if the cops got caught on us, I could just go to the door and be like, don't worry, I'm already here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would fit right in. Don't worry, officer. <laughs> As that a good job. <laughs> I got my weapons right here. They're already out. <laughs> and I know the president was there. He was dressed up as a flash. I don't think the Italian tended. Um, this is the first year the bouncer was there. He was Duck Dynasty. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. And this is the first time that we really hung out with Cece. And dun, 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 dun. poor Cece, she didn't know that it was a slutty party. So she <laughs> shows up. Okay, as- It really wasn't a slutty party. It's just how you decided to roll. It was a slutty and party. And everyone knew but her. <laughs> yeah. Poor Cece shows up in a cat in the hat costume <laughs> with little whiskers drawn on her face. She was wearing a tutu. Like, don't get me wrong. She was cute as shit. But yeah, she didn't know. <laughs> and looking back on like our friendship now, it's just kind of funny thinking like, that's what she was the first year. I think that was everyone that was there, right? 
Oh, Speedy uh, was a construction worker. Who I just fucking ran out the door. Yeah, him and his girlfriend were construction workers. And... He was laying the wood. Yeah. And then the um, president brought his girlfriend, and she, she was, was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, that's right. Yeah. So we had a decent... It was a, it was a good, yeah, good group. We had another roommate at the time who also dressed up as a bunny. How exciting. So... We've mentioned this is um, poor Cece's first time around this eclectic group of people. So another thing that, like we mentioned, how we were making Jungle Juice. So we had Everclear. So we all decided to take a shot. And the one thing about Everclear is it's like... You don't take shots. Well, like Eric said, it's 190 proof. So what do you do with 190 proof liquor? You light it on fire before you take your shots. So we're all sitting in the kitchen taking shots, like lighting them on fire. <clears throat> Honestly, looking back at the whole situation, it probably was not our strongest move. We definitely could have lit the place on fire, but we didn't care. Like we were just having so much fun and we thought it was so cool because Everclear you can't buy in Ohio. You have to go across the river into Kentucky to get it. And so the fact that we actually had it, like we thought it was the coolest thing in the world. It's like contraband. <laughs> the amount right. of times we've said that – this wasn't our strongest move, but we didn't care. I could re- retire if I had a dollar for every time. We have the best intentions. Write down everything we do and put it under things that you should never try in your we'll, life. We'll start quizzing you. Y'all better learn. I think we should turn this into a drinking game. Yeah, every time we say learn from our mistakes or we say we had the best of intentions, take a drink. Cheers. 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 Woo. <laughs> and you know what's going to happen? We're going to get real drunk and do something real stupid on this. <laughs> drink <laughs> anyway so we've discussed that this is poor cc's first time hanging out with us at this time she was dating um the bouncer and she it was just dead set on making a good impression it's a whole new group of people she's like these bitches gonna like me she had the best of intentions <laughs> cheers cheers <laughs> Woo. she goes up and introduces herself to schmitty and <laughs> Schmitty being Schmitty is like, your voice is really annoying. <laughs> and Cece, don't miss a beat. She's like, all right, I'll work on that. And just walks away. <laughs> and also, Schmitty is much different than she is now. At that time, Schmitty just thought this was some other, you know, girl that the bouncer was bringing through and was like, I'm not going to get to know her. Like, little did she know that we would be lifelong friends. And she just kind of assumed that this was just some random person. So Schmitty being Schmitty just didn't really give a shit what she was saying. And she was also drinking. Like, she's not just like. <laughs> we just talked about the 190 proof Everclear that we were drinking. <laughs> right. And so Schmitty's just like, fuck it. Your voice is pretty fucking annoying and did not even care. But I will say, Cece handled it well. Like, she really did. Props to you, Cece. We may not be smart. We'll tell you what you're thinking. So as all of this is going on and we, you know, avoided a very boring fight between Schmitty and Cece, good old Speedy, who had darted out the door as soon as I got there, we realized he was all over the place making out and basically dry humping his girlfriend. Like, we hardly saw him all night. Yeah, they were out. I mean, was all over the place. Any room, every room. We had to keep moving him because he was in the bathroom for a while. And finally, we're like, there's one bathroom in this house. You have to get out. So then he goes into my bedroom. He's making out in there. Well, then I'm like, no, get the hell out of my bedroom. And then 
faded up in the backyard, making out up against the garage. Like any opportunity he had to like basically dry hump this bitch, he was taking. He's basically marking his territory on our like all over our house. <laughs> it's like it's not even like they were doing anything. They were just like making out the whole time, but it was all just, over the place. It and was he just, just couldn't everywhere. stop. Little fucking horn dog. Oh, but, Speedy. Oh. I feel like Speedy's girlfriend. Didn't know what to do with us. I think we were too wild. And so her go-to move was I'm just going to keep making out with this guy. And then I don't know how to hang out with this friend. Maybe she realized we're actually real fucking stupid. <laughs> right. She, she knew it was up real fast. She's like, oh, fuck, this is dangerous. Let me stick my tongue down his throat. <laughs> Safety first. So while all of this is happening, good old scampers. Uh, and we're back. Yep. You know, it's been a bit since we've talked about him. Good old scampers decides he's going to hit on the president's girlfriend. He does have a thing where he likes to hit on people who are taken. I really think that he likes... It's a challenge? Well, no. I think it's almost like he finds comfort and knowing that like it won't... Like, nothing can happen. It won't work out. Uh, like, what's, it's, what's the worst? He gets shut, up, shut down. He gets a no. Right. Well, I think like that's... Like, that's the reason he wants it to be a no. So that's why he goes for it. Right. I do, too. And so he goes and just helps himself to my fucking freezer to this beautiful pint of ice cream I had bought. And I bought it, like, a few days ago, and I was looking forward to having it after the Halloween party. And this motherfucker just starts feeding this girl my ice cream. Sitting on the couch with a spoon, just feeding her this ice cream. Like she's a fucking baby. No. Like, here comes the airplane. Literally spoon feeding this yes. girl he has just met. But like, <laughs> what the hell? It's so like I walk in and I was like, Scamps, what are you doing? He's like, well, she wanted ice cream. And I was like, well, then I guess you should have walked and got her fucking ice cream and not given her mine. I was so upset. We're always putting a goddamn bowl for her. You don't have to spoon feed her like she's a toddler. We're getting random Wonder Woman spit in our ice cream. It was a low point of the night. So what was it though? <laughs> Pour one out for the ice cream. It didn't didn't need that. So after hey, he had the best of intentions. Cheers. Cheers. This is gonna turn into a drinking game, isn't it? Yep. We had to suffer back then. We might as well suffer now. So after that, I'm like, okay, let's get this party going. Let's go down to the basement. Let's set up the pong table. Let's start playing drinking games. So we're playing pong. We're playing boom. We're all just having a good time, just mixing. And again, looking back, I didn't really think about how strong the jungle juice was. So basically, all we were drinking was jungle juice. All the boom cups were filled with jungle juice. All the pong cups were filled with jungle juice. We did not want to be wasteful. Okay, but looking back, no one should consume consume that high of a level of alcohol that fucking quickly. When we've talked about how many people were at this party and everyone contributed to this this jungle juice, so there that I mean we had bottles of this stuff. People were just taking red solo cups and just dipping yeah. it straight straight in the cooler. This is some janky ass cooler too. So it was like one of those sixty quart like coolers, and it was yeah. full. <laughs> and people were just dipping their cup in it and just drinking it like straight. Just going with it. It did not matter. And we were just, we were having the greatest time. And it was honestly, we were all downstairs. I had hung Halloween lights in the basement. We had music playing. Like, it was just, it was really awesome. It was a good time. I take it upon myself to go upstairs and try to clean up the kitchen a little bit because we had started upstairs. There was stuff everywhere. It's not a big house. I don't like the kitchen being an absolute mess when I get up in the morning. It gives me anxiety. But... Oh, so, okay. 
So I go you upstairs. See your fucking toaster and your seventeen coffee pots. They're necessary. Uh-huh. Necessary. I go upstairs and I start word. cleaning and I hear some banging on the floor or on yeah on the floor of the kitchen. So coming from the basement, where everyone is, I I just kind of take it for what it is, ignore it, keep doing my thing. Little did he know that good old Saran, aka my drunk alter ego, was in the basement causing some ruckus. One of the those problems that you just don't really think you're going to encounter in life. Not, not many people will. So Eric was in the basement and he had his hand on the ceiling. It was a drop ceiling, okay? He had his hand on the ceiling and he was kind of leaning on it and it put an indent in the ceiling. And you felt so bad. You were like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to damage this. Like, and you just felt terrible. And me, <laughs> being the host that I am, it's like, don't worry about it. Watch this. Book clubbers, when I'm telling you, I straight up Mario punched the fuck out of my ceiling. But Super Mario goes like punch the boxes above him to get the coins. In. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. You just fucking one step it and well, bam. <laughs> My hand goes right through the ceiling tile. And I think this is the funnest thing in the world. So now I'm like, fuck it. Other people need to have fun. So I start recruiting everybody in that basement. Come over here. Punch the ceiling. Have fun. So good old scampers. This is after like you were punching holes a bunch. I kept punching holes. And the ceiling was... And it wasn't plaster. It wasn't dry. It was like this weird. It was a drop ceiling. It was that, yeah, like tile, like cardboard tile. Yeah, it was like real yeah. shitty cardboard. So it's not like, you know, we're punching through anything crazy hard. And we, no. I mean, we should acknowledge the fact that this basement is shady. Like the the back oh, door. Oh, it's like a cell. We, we yeah. could not open. And it, like it was unlocked. We got it to unlock, but we could not open this door. No, it was so scary. It, and so I have everybody come over just punching holes in the ceiling. I'm like, come on, scampers, give it a good shot. <laughs> he gives everything that he has and punches the ceiling. <laughs> nothing. Nothing breaks. Nothing happens. Like, just straight hits the ceiling. And he is in pain. He is in pain. And we're all over here. You fucking pussy. Like, <laughs> you're so weak. What the hell? Like, we're over here all beating the hell out of the ceiling. And you can't even freaking put a hole in it. In the fucking paper. <laughs> right. And this, like, cardboard. Come to find out. So Scampers puts his hand up in the ceiling. Come to find out he had punched a two by four. <laughs> yeah, he punched one of the supports holding the what ceiling up. What a pussy. Right. And, like, I'm not kidding. This is probably, like, the only support in the area. And he happens to nail it. The entire basement, his little fist goes to this one spot. They could have <laughs> fucked And his, his knuckles were bleeding. And we're just like, oh, shit. What poor kid. So, I remember, like, a moment of clarity when I look up at the ceiling and it looks like Swiss cheese. And I'm like. We're like, oh, fuck. Chris is going to be so mad. Right. That was what hit us. And I was like. What have we done? He's going to be so angry. We have to fix this. So naturally, Saran's like, I have an idea. Grab the pizza box. (laughs) We had a shit ton of pizza to eat for dinner. Yes. And I was like, break these boxes up and we'll just fill it in the holes. He'll have no idea. And at that point, after all the alcohol had been drinking, it made perfect sense. We had ordered from Domino's? Domino's. We had ordered from Domino's. Their box is kind of white. Our ceiling is kind of white. That'll blend right in. He won't even know. I thought this was bulletproof. No one was going to catch me. 
if no one's ever seen a Domino's pizza box, the main like the background is primarily whitish colored, but there's a whole lot of writing on it, and that's blue and red. Yeah. <laughs> so when you put logo. up a white box with lots of writing on it into an all white ceiling, it doesn't blend in as well as one's drunk mind might think it would. So. Uh, I'm moving as fast as possible. And then there's all this like debris on the floor that came out of the ceiling. And we had a couch down there. And I'm holding up the skirt of the couch. And I'm like, shove it under. Just keep putting it under. We're putting this mess just under this couch. And I'm like, we have to get rid of any sign of evidence that anything has been broken down here. Because if fur finds out, we are screwed. Like, I'm going to be in so much trouble. I'm never going to hear the end of this. Tomorrow, I'm going to be sad. I don't even have ice cream to make me feel better. Like, it's going to be a big fucking problem. And we can blame it all on scampers. Yeah. Again, book clubbers, if you learned anything from listening to our podcast, it always has something to do with scampers. I, I very distinctly remember when we moved out of this house, moving that couch and finding more debris under the couch because it never got moved. Y'all just pushed it under the couch. We had the best of intentions. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> anyway, I hear this nonsense going on and i tried to just ignore it and like they're throwing bodies around or something i don't know <laughs> felt like an earthquake going on <laughs> it really did I, it gets to the point like it's so bad the bouncer comes upstairs he's doing his due diligence he's coming up he's like chris, he's a fucking narc <laughs> fucking bouncer how ironic <laughs> he's like chris you're not gonna believe this you need you <laughs> he didn't even tell me what was going on he's like you need to come see this <laughs> yeah, like word so, can't describe the scene so that i start the walking best. down the stairs and our third roommate's at the bottom of the stairs trying to hold me back <laughs> she's like, you don't want to see she this just turn around she, she's like just just go back upstairs it's bad I <laughs> it's remember, real bad i remember hearing you come down the steps and i've never moved so fast my entire life i'm throwing things i'm throwing the pizza box the pizza box to the ceiling as quick as possible i'm trying to shift it and rotate it so that it works out i'm throwing debris under the couch and i'm like you have to get rid of every piece of evidence that's here right now like it all has to go and i'm like move 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 and i'm just trying so hard to move so fast it was a shit show well, but the thing is we did it we, we were did. we were successful oh. right our plan was perfect in our minds it was like he's not gonna notice a thing right why would he look at the ceiling <laughs> that's literally six inches and above his head i do remember walk like i finally got around our roommate at the time and i walked around the corner and everyone just stops and looks at me and yeah, all like, game stop right oh fuck. what is going on and I, I i didn't i did notice the pizza boxes pretty quickly but i was impressed i mean it does all works real fast i will give you that it was quite the idea. <laughs> if I didn't know I was looking for something, I might not have noticed. Yeah, if everyone wasn't so like glancing at you, <laughs> glancing at the ceiling, glancing at you, what's going to happen the next? The best part. <laughs> when we moved into this place, we had probably been, or when we had this party, we'd probably been there for two months. Those pizza boxes stayed in that ceiling until we moved yep. out. We never took them down. They were never removed. All of that stuff stayed there until the day we left. It was like eight months later. Yeah, it just sat there. Like I was like, it looks good to me. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's a sketch 
basement. I don't think we ever went back down there. Did you guys ever get charged for that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, we well, didn't get our deposit back. So, <laughs> Why yeah. not? Yeah. No. The deposit wasn't much. The deposit was like 250 or something. Yeah, it was some Oh, that's but, nothing. And also, I'm like, it's a drop ceiling. You got to replace, like, what, seven dials? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It wasn't a huge basement. The ceiling was very we low. We did keep they the probably, clusters to one area. <laughs> <laughs> they probably just kept the pizza boxes up there. Well, I wonder what the, yeah, but like, I also wish I could have been a fly on the wall for the day that they went down there and they're just like, Look at this. You're like, what the fuck is this? I mean, it would look like a meteor shower came crashing to the roof, except we were in the basement, and you could clearly tell things went up, and you just see Domino's logos everywhere <laughs> and on the ceiling. But can you imagine what they thought? Like, if they went down there, they just kind of looked up, and he's like, hey, Bob, you'll never guess this one. And they just come over. there. Knowing the air, they probably walk down there, look around, and be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> just like, this is about right. <laughs> Third one today. <laughs> yeah. It's not the damn scene. Ceiling yeah. tiles again. So we left it there. The, you know, we drinking games continued for a while, and eventually people were winding down. It was middle of the night at this point, as it usually is. Back in these days, we would stay up until the sun was coming up. So it'd be seven oh. or eight in the morning, and can't do it anymore. It was a long. T- it's back in our prime, but what prime? Well, speak for yourself, there. <laughs> yeah. I gotta do the dishes before I go to bed. We're still thriving. I yeah, mean, you dropped that habit real no. fucking quick. Scampers hey, does Scampers does the dishes now. <laughs> See, we do have nice things to say about Scampers. He does dishes. And cleans the stove. And he clean. He likes to clean cast iron. <laughs> he likes cleaning in the kitchen, which is fantastic. <laughs> With the dish towel around his shoulder. He's always, I dish know, towel it's always <laughs> hanging over his shoulder. And, he's only, uh, and he always has a movie going on his tablet that's yeah. set up in the kitchen <laughs> off the side that he's not watching, but he's got the big headphones on that he can't hear you when you come downstairs and say good morning or whatever. He's got the headphones on and he's just doing his thing. Yeah, like, eh, whatever. I look on the couch. Nine times out of ten, it's Gangs of New York. <laughs> <laughs> or cars. <laughs> or cars, yes. Or, yeah. or just one of those movies you would you'd never think about ever. But he's got a spot run. <laughs> Something like that. But after the majority of the parties that we have, people tend to just kind of crash wherever they are. And for some reason, that always seems to be in Sarah's bed. So this party, there's, again, there's 12, 15 host. people there. And Sarah's a queen size bed. And that's always where at least five or six people are sleeping with some on the floor. And as usual, Chris probably has his own bed. The couch and futon are probably wide open. But Well, I remember even that night, our other roommate had went upstairs to her bed. And she reached out to Cece. And she's like, Cece, do you want to come upstairs? And Cece's like, no, I'll hang out down here. And when she got into bed with, like, all six of us, I was like, okay, this girl's a fucking ride or die. Like, I like her. I think she can hang in her, you know, cat in the hat costume with her whiskers and a tutu. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. You're cool as shit. Like, I love this. We absolutely adore her. And she is, she's in Mexico right now. Yeah. Having the time of her life without us. We, we miss you. There. Love you, CC. Yeah, she's allergic to sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> is she really? Yeah. <laughs> How does that even happen? It's really an issue because every time she's down there, she just, you know, burns. She's keeping that sunscreen on. Well, at least she doesn't go in the middle of July. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Good talk. (laughs) (laughs) Our first Halloween party, I would say, was absolutely a success. The first of many. Book clubbers, if you want to hear more, let us know, because we have thrown quite a few Halloween parties, and each of them are just as crazy as the next. They all kind of go the same way. (laughs) Uh -uh -uh -uh. 
no other ceilings were punched. That's true. <laughs> that is the well, only that ceiling. Was a one-time thing. Yeah, the, thank God. You yeah, know. the ceilings got taller and I got shorter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, you really age fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know. If you are interested in seeing more of our rambunctious bullshit, check us out on Instagram. We are stories from the phone book. We are on Twitter at phone book thoughts, and that's T H O T S. Dot 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 dot. Every episode, man. Every fucking episode. Every episode. Y'all stay stupid. And just remember, we always have the best of intentions. Cheers! <laughs> Woo! Drink up, bitches. <laughs>